Welcome to DFS Tavern, the putting green, Valero, Texas Open. It's Monday night. It's your favorite betting bartender, Anzo, so let's get to it. All right, here we are on a Monday night talking about this week's PGA Tournament, the Valero, Texas Open, after a great weekend in the WGC Dell match play. Uh, we did great again. There was a ton of dead lineups throughout. I believe uh, 40% were not optimally billed. I would say 20% total were probably like just dead off. I think it's a week where we can always find great value to make money on our DraftKings and fantasy teams. So I hope you did as well. Some of the people did in our community at the tavern. We had Smoking Guns 40. Just He came in third in one uh, contest and 16th in another, racking up some money. Uh, it Just an all-around good vibe uh, for players that played last week who thought they might not have uh, at first. Uh, the winner of the DFS Tavern 30-team contest was Black Vet. So Black Vet, if you are out there, hit me up either on Twitter at DFS Tavern or email me, bettingbartender at gmail.com. We'll get you on the show this week, Wednesday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live for Second Guess Your DFS with Greg and David also there. All right, let's um, talk a little bit about uh, the tournament this week at the TPC San Antonio. Um, we're coming up to another full field event, and we'll have a look right now to the course. Okay, first, um, it is a par 72, just over 7,400 yards. You can see there's some long par fives, uh, some shorter par fours, and the threes are basically over 200 yards, except for uh, one of them at 183. Now, the funny thing about that 16th, that is much played like a fidget spinner of a green. If you remember those fidget spinners that you probably bought for 10 bucks, which cost about 90 cents to make, so someone was ripping some major money off of everybody. Um, you know, it's like got a center and it spins around. You have like these three little fingers that just spin around, right? That's a fidget spinner. Anyway, that's what the 16th green looks like. It basically has a sand trap or a bunker right in the middle of the green and the green is three areas all right maybe i'll put a picture of a fidget spinner up there for you but it really it is tough if you hit it in the middle you might be on the wrong side of the green or three parts of the green whatever you want to call it depending on where the pin is you could be in some real trouble and there's bunkers around the outside so gotta be a little bit worried about that and, um scores you know can get pretty low here so watch out for some low scores if you look the past few years uh we had andrew landry 271 so that's a good uh 16 under i believe i'm doing my math right uh, kevin chapel in 2017 was uh 12 under another 12 under in 2016 with charlie hoffman so 12 under to 16 under it looks like 12 under is usually going to be what's about in play um, let's see. Let's go to the wind here really quickly. It was tough trying to find good spot for wind and weather. I'm a little bit ways away at the San Antonio International Airport, but uh, it's looking like pretty dry Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So beginning of the week, raining a little bit Wednesday night into Thursday morning will soften up the course. But it's you know 
high 60s, mid 70s, low 80s type of weather all day on Thursday. A little bit windier in the middle of the uh, late morning afternoon. So both waves are going to be screwed at the same, you know, either in the beginning of the round or the end of the round. So pick your poison there where you want to go. Now on Friday, it uh, is again in like the 70s. Uh, winds pick up later in the afternoon. So maybe an a.m. on Friday morning. So maybe you're looking at the p.m. a.m. stack if you want to stack lineups for your teams would be the better route to go for Fridays. Uh, you can definitely do some showdowns on Friday and take advantage of that. Uh, definitely. Saturday is going to rain for everybody a little bit windier in the afternoon, getting gusts getting up there, hitting about 80 degrees as well, dry it up. And then Sunday, looking pretty nice, actually, probably the best day out there. So there might be some low scores on Sunday. Before we get to the teams that I'll talk about, I'll be going over five uh, golfers tonight for this tournament uh, and additional golfers via email. Uh, if you're not belong to the email PGA newsletter yet, all you got to do is in the description, click on that, submit your information, boom, it'll be sent out to you for the write-up uh, coming at you on Tuesday uh, afternoon. Need to ask a question today as well. Um, did you like the format last week? Did you play DraftKings for the uh, WGC Dell Technologies match play? Did you like it? Or did you skip it altogether, or did you just hate it because he didn't get a good idea for it? Obviously, you weren't listening to the advice I gave out, but uh, I think everybody out there laid it out pretty nicely to how to pick your teams. It just takes a long time to maybe figure them out price-wise, but uh, once you have that, you can basically uh, work your way around some other dead teams. Anyway, did you like it or not? All you have to do is answer the question in the comments. If you want to get the cheat sheet that we just glanced out already or you want to, we're going to look at it again, uh, it's 100% free this entire season. So answer the question and then email me at bettingbartender at gmail.com. Let me know that you uh, made a comment and that you like the PGA cheat sheet. If your names don't match up, then let me know who you are on YouTube. Also, you can uh, DM me. If you want to DM me at uh, DFS Tavern on Twitter, Again, if the name doesn't match up, just let me know. Uh, we'll get it out to you. It's free the entire season, so you just got to do it once, and then there you have it. If you didn't know that and you already had access, hit me up, uh, and I'll try to rect rectify that for you and take care of you there because uh, it's pretty easy to find out uh, if you already had access, okay? So really easy. Just do that. Please make sure you don't put the email in the comment, though, because YouTube does not like that, okay? Just so you know. And as always... Give a thumbs up if you like what I'm doing and subscribe if you want to get more info, more videos, plus the Wednesday videos live. Don't forget to join us there. All right, off we go to the uh, cheat sheet here for the Valero Texas Open. Starts all the way up top at Ricky Fowler at 11.7 and goes down to the 6K as it always does. Um, TPC San Antonio, some players have played there a lot, have not. They're kind of filling in. There, uh, four years here. This tournament's usually played a little bit later, definitely after the Masters. This year, it's before the Masters, so we weren't sure who was going to show up. Starting up top in the 10K range and above, 
I was very tough. There's only five golfers there. Um, I'm not sure how Ricky Fowler's going to do after a two-week layoff. Not sure of the vibe of Matt Kuchar. If a ton of people are going to be playing on him, I might want to fade. Uh, I'm going with Tony Finau here. And the reason being, he's ranking second in my model at 10,845 on Yahoo. He really is ranking out very well in all my stats. His worst stat pretty much is like the total driving in 154th overall or 14th best in the field. Uh, but he really hits the millennial mixologist cocktail, which is uh, proximity and putting and short game all kind of mixed together there. Uh, pretty good on strokes gain T to green. Very better percentage. He's fourth in the field and third in strokes differential versus field average. Of course, he's got to have a good uh, course average over the last four years and good recent form. 25th in the field, um, uh, finishing 31st over the last uh Two tournaments he played, so he's only got two tournaments of sample there, but that's all right. You know, because he didn't make it past the first uh, round last week, maybe people will forget about him. I think he could be a little bit sneakier, so to speak, above 10,000. I know Jordan Spieth won't be taking it all, but I'm really liking Tony Finau, second man model. Gotta talk about the guy that is first in my model, and that is none other than Matt Kuchar at 11,200 or 46 on Yahoo. All right. So, as many of you know or don't know, if you follow me on Twitter, you might have seen this uh, post I put up here, which was on uh, the 30th. I said, you have a dinner party with Patrick Reed and Matt Kuchar at your house. You show off your prized possession of a golden dinosaur egg worth $1 million. You leave the room with Kuchar and Reed alone. Five minutes later, you return, and the egg is shattered on the floor. Each guy says the other guy did it. Who's to blame? And it was really funny to watch this happen. This is like right after Kuchar um, and Sergio had that little beef on hole number seven during their match. And... Rightfully so or not, that's up to you to decide. It was 61% read here that said he's to blame, right? And only 39 to Cooch, so what's that, a 3-2? to two? Um, It was 50-50 until, like, mid-morning, late morning on Sunday. <coughs> Excuse me. So that was... Uh, pretty astonishing to see all the read votes come in later on. Uh, 444 votes, a nice show out for um, one of the polls that I put up for the question. Now, there is a correct answer to this situation, and all you have to do is listen up right now. All right, you walk out of the room. Of course, Patrick Reed showed up with his master's jacket on, because why would he not, right? Kuchar was starting to get a little jealous and uh, basically wanted the jacket that he's never going to get, ever, like ever. So basically he was going after Patrick and Patrick was kind of like fumbling around a little bit and uh, knocked over your golden dinosaur egg. So in fact, it was Patrick Reed that knocked over your egg. The problem is, it was Kuchar that started the whole situation and believed that he's not in the wrong for what happened. So it's really Kuchar's fault. There you go. 
All right, back to the cheat sheet here. We go down to $9,000 range, and we're going to go to the third best golfer in my model is Jason Kokrak at $9,400, or $39 on Yahoo. Again, another golf that's really popping pretty much on all the stats. Fourth in total driving. Again, total driving is like ball placement, ball striking type of thing. Uh, eighth in the Millennial Mixologist Cocktail. And he has a topsy-turvy last four years here in course history. But I don't think he's ever come in with this uh, form that he has. I mean, the guy's unstoppable. Second at Valspar. 47th at the Players, which is a tough, tough field. 10th at the Arnold Palmer. 9th at the Honda Classic. 37th at Genesis. 20th at Waste Management. I mean, how far back do I need to go until he missed a cut? Um, we were going back to the Open. You know, he's called the British Open. Now it's just called the Open. I don't see him missing the cut now. We, of course, want him to finish in the top 10, top 15. He does do well. The pretty better potential will get your points anyway. Uh, last three years here, though, 36th, 67th, and missed cut in 2016. 11th in 2015. So, like I said, up and down course history. I think he's coming in hot. I would love to take him because he didn't play last week at all. He might be forgotten in this mix. Loving Matt Kuchar. I think people are going to flock to Jim Furyk right above him. All right, the $8,000 range. I'll show you exactly what I do if you haven't seen it before. I go ahead and I block out these names just like that before I make a selection. And then I go through the stats. And it doesn't necessarily mean that I pick the fifth place guy or the ninth best guy. I go through the stats and look at them to see as why the way they are. I really wasn't liking an answer uh, this week because of some course history. So I didn't go to him. I ended up going to the 11th guy in my model, which is Ryan Palmer at 8,437 on Yahoo. His worst year here was last year where he missed the cut pretty badly. Uh, the years before that, 6th, 4th, and 6th. He's first, again, first in my most important stat, which is the short game, you know, the approach game, the proximity, the putting, which is the Millennial Mixologist Cocktail. That alone was the deciding factor and the reason why I wanted to choose him. Third and burial percentage birdie or better percentage uh, really helped out as well. So I want someone to get me a bunch of points. So I'll definitely do that at this price for Ryan Palmer. He's coming off a miscut barely on the number at the players. He took a couple weeks off. I think he's well-rested, and he's going to come in and do very well. He tends to do that after a miscut. He comes back, especially with some rest, and does very well. Look at him after the ATT Pro-Am. He came back fourth at the Honda Classic. After the Desert Classic, he came back 13th next week at Farmer's Insurance. He just has that uh, knack to do well after a missed cut. Eighth last year after the Travelers at the Quicken Loan. So I see comeback coming in for Ryan Palmer. $7,000 range was a little bit tougher. Wasn't sure who I really wanted to go with here. Uh, a lot of enticing names. I think I'm going to take a chance uh, this week and go with someone that used to be number one in the world. I don't think a ton of people are look at him. Again, it was two weeks ago when he last played and did well, and that's Luke Donald. 124th in my model because we don't have a lot of stats on him for this season. And 20th, or 20. Uh, on Yahoo. Now, when you look at his Vegas odds, his Vegas odds are a lot less than pretty much everybody in this range other than, say, Martin Keimer and Nick Taylor. So I do like both of them also. But uh, Luke Donald, ninth last time out at the Valspar, took last week off. With all the hype that was going around last week and all the players playing that had to think about how to construct their lineups, I think they might have forgotten what happened two weeks ago. 
With that being said, I feel like Luke Donald is going to be a nice pivot off of, say, Poston, Trey Mullinax, maybe Joel Damon. A um, lot of enticing names down here. I have no problem going with Luke Donald uh, in my uh, teams. All right, $6,000 range. This is always tricky. Where do we find value? Well, I have a guy that's ranked fourth in my entire model, and I couldn't figure out why until I started looking at his stats. Uh, he's done very well this season. He's kind of picking his spots on where to play. His only downfall was the Desert Classic, where he missed the cut on the number everywhere else. The ATT Prome, 18th. Puerto Rico, he was 16th. Corrales Punta Cana, 10th. Last week, I think he's going to go way under the radar. DJ Trahan, 6,700, 20 on Yahoo. Again, fourth in my model overall. He's top 10 in every single category except for course average. And that's because he barely made the cut in 2016. So it was a couple years ago when he saw the course. Uh, that's the only thing that's scaring me. But everything else, he's picking his battles very wisely this year. I'm loving him, especially with the points he's been getting at the price he's at. is far above everybody else in this range. And other than like K.H. Lee and uh, Curtis Luck, Patty Harrington, Grayson Murray, he's less than pretty much everybody else in this area, Vegas odds-wise. So I'm loving some DJ Trahan, hopefully he's someone you can put in like a lineup or two when you're making your GPPs. Well, I hope that was a lot of help for you. As always, uh, thank you very much for you know showing me your winning lives. A ton of them this past weekend was awesome. So I'm glad you know you're using the information we put out there wisely. Don't forget again Wednesday night live, 7:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on YouTube. Second guess your DFS with Greg and David and myself. Lastly, I want to wish you the best of luck this week in your DFS and everything else you have going on in life. And don't forget in two weeks, the Masters, where I'm going to be up all day, every day, just watching, tweeting, and probably not go to sleep. And who knows, probably be sick. All right. Again, thanks for watching, everybody. Best of luck. Cheers.